We are learning about the simanim of the Seder. We are up to uh, Kadesh, the first of the simanim. We've talked about Kadesh as uh, Kiddush, as well as one of the first four cups, the first of the Arba Kosot. We've talked about what that means practically in terms of what the cup has to hold. We talked about what type of wine. We talked about how much to drink. This year, in addition, Kadesh is also Avdalah. The first night of the Seder is Motzei Shabbat. And considering that it's Motzei Shabbat, we have a joint Kiddush and Avdalah. Those who are doing Daf Yomi, Daf Kuf Gimel, we are allowed to do Kiddush and Avdalah on one cup. We do it all together. The Gemara says, ah, what do you mean? mitzvot chavilot chavilot. You're not allowed, you're not supposed to pile on mitzvot together. You're not supposed to package them together. Give each mitzvah its kavod. Every mitzvah needs its kavod. So what are you doing together? Meaning the Gemara wants to know, what if you do want to do birkat amazon alakos? On Motzei Shabbat. You're eating sudash lisit, it's late, you want to do birkat amazon alakos, and you only have one cup. So what about havdalah? What about birkat amazon? Okay. And the Gemara says, what do you mean? We do this all the time. We do two brachot on one cup. We do it all the time. When Yom Tov comes out Motzei Shabbat, what do you do? You do kiddush and havdalah in the same cup. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? It's chavilot, chavilot. The Gemara says, no, no, no. Both Kiddush and Havdalah are similar. They have similar themes. They designate the difference between Chol and Kodesh. They distinguish between holy and not holy. But here it's different. Here it's not Chol and Kodesh. Here it's Kodesh and Kodesh. And the end bracha is Baruchat Hashem HaMavdil Bein Kodesh LeKodesh. Because it goes from Shabbat to Yom Tov. Not Kodesh LeChol, but Kodesh LeKodesh. So the Havdalah and the Kiddush are going together. The cup for Kodesh accomplishes both. The Gemara there gives lots of different options for how you're going to pull all of this off. We assume the conclusion there is we do Yak Nehaz. Yud Kuvnun Heizayim. That's what we do. So the Gemara first of all establishes that when you go from Shabbat to Yom Tov, you don't do B'Samim. B'Samim sort of gets pushed away. There's no B'Samim, maybe we'll talk about that another time, but there is no B'Samim when you go from Yom Tov to Shabbat, from Shabbat to Yom Tov, there is no B'Samim. Okay, but it's Motzei Shabbat. So what are the elements that you need? Normally in Havdalah, there's Burpur Gefin. That's called Yayin. There's Bissamim, but we're not doing that. There's Ner, Borim Ore Haesh. There's the Havdalah, the Brachav Havdalah. Now we're going to say, Okay. So you also need now Kiddush. Meaning what about the Bracha of Asher Bachar for, for Yom Tov? You need that. Normally, Kiddush have Borei Priyagefen, but they both have Borei Priyagefen, so that's good. And then you need Shachianu. So you have Yud Kuv Nun Hei Zayin. You have five elements together. We assume you do Yak Nehaz. Yak Nehaz means Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalazman. What does that mean? Yain is Borei Priyagefen. If you follow in the Machzor, it's, it's right there. We do Borei Priyagefen. And then we do Kiddush. We say the bracha of Asher B'charban Mikolam V'ramaman Mikolashon V'kiddishanam B'mitzvotah V'titanam Hashem Nekabe Havad Yom Chagam Atzot Zed Yom Tomek Rokot Zed Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da Barachat HaShem Mekadesh Yisrael V'hazmanim Ya'in Kiddush now Ner Borim Ra'esh We'll talk about it in a moment Then the bracha of Havdalah Hamavdil Mekodesh L'chol V'nor L'chosh B'n Yisrael Amin Barachat HaShem Hamavdil Ben Kodesh L'kodesh And then Zman Shechian Whoever Yom Tov Almost every Yom Tov Except for Shri Needs a brachav shechianu. That's the order that we do on one cup. That's five brachot around one cup. So what do we do? Okay, so far so good. The challenge that we have, okay, big deal. So what do you do for the ner? How do you do havdalah with a ner on Yom Tov? So there are a couple of options available. 
So in theory, in theory, you're allowed to light fire on Yom Tov. You're allowed to be, you can't strike a match. You can't make a new fire, but you're allowed to be ma'avir ish. You're allowed to transfer from one fire to another fire. So don't do this. But in theory, you could have taken your Havdalah candle, stuck it in the fire. No problem, right? Now you have a Havdalah candle, bring it to the table, make Havdalah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I'm gonna take out, I have a, Nir Shadaluk Miyom Shishi, it's lit before. How are you gonna light Yom Tov candles anyway? The candles for Yom Tov you're not allowed to light, right? You're not allowed to strike a match. You'll take a Nir Nishama, right? That lasts, I, they now last 26 hours, they say. I still get nervous with the 26 hour ones, they don't last. I got the 72 hour ones, or I got a 7 day one, I don't play games anymore. No, one second. So, I, I get a big one. You light it Friday, and now you have good. What are you going to do for Nerat Yom Tov anyway? You're going to light for this. So, should you, so you, in theory, don't do this. But in theory, you take your Ner Havdalah, you light it, and I have Ner Havdalah. Let's clarify. We don't do a Meorah in this specific. You will in a moment. You will. Watch. So, you don't take it. Normally, you have a Ner Havdalah. Why do you have a Ner Havdalah? Why don't you use a regular candle? Just take a candle. Why do you have a Ner Havdalah? Because the Gemara says it should be an Avukah. It's better to be an avukah, which is multiple wicks together. Havdalah, preferably, should be on an avukah. Multiple wicks. Why? A whole bunch of reasons. So you have a ner havdalah. So most people have a ner havdalah. So you have the candle already lit. Take your ner havdalah, light it. No problem, right? Couple of problems. Don't do that for the following reason. What are you going to do with your ner havdalah now? Now it's lit. Yeah, now what? Barimura'ez, kidush. Okay, you're still holding it. Now what? You're going to hold it the whole night. What are you going to do with it? You can't put it out. Yom Tov. You can't put it out. So what are you going to do with it now? So that's just annoying. But aside from annoying, the question is, are you really allowed to light any candle you want? Meaning, we say you're allowed to be ma'avir es on Yom Tov. So that doesn't mean you can go and burn paper. You can't say, oh, weekly. You know, I don't like the weekly. I'm going to start burning the weekly. No. It's only allowed to use something that's letzorech hayom ktsat. It has to benefit you and benefit the day. This candle is not benefiting anybody other than the bracha. So the poskim say, ooh, this is a big problem. Do not light a ner shel havdalah. Because if you light the ner shel havdalah, that's hadlaka shelo letzorech. You're not benefiting from that. I got lights on. What do I need to light candle? There's no, you're doing it only for the bracha. You shouldn't do that. So what do you do? What do you do? So you have to make Barim Ra'esh, Motzei Shabbat. So, simple solution. You have Nerat Yom Tov. You, you lit candles for Yom Tov in the house. Use those. They're already lit. So, oh, there are two ways to do that. So the Mishnah Barah says, don't do this. It says, well, you know what? Normally, well, my, let's say you're using wax candles. If you're using oil, this doesn't work. But if you're using wax candles, Nerat Shabbat, the white ones... So, you want an avukah, right? How do you make an avukah? So hold them together, bring them together, now I have a ner havdalah. I already lit the candles for nerod yom tov. Right? I made the bracha, good. So what I'll do is I'll take two of the candles, I'll hold them together, make the bracha and put them back. Mishnah Burah comes out, he says, based on Rishonim, don't do that. He says, you know why? When you put the fire together, you have a bigger fire, right? When you separate it, he says that's also called a little bit of kibui, of putting out a fire. You're separating a fire, you're not supposed to do that on Yom Tov. 
So we try to avoid that. We try to avoid separating a fire if you don't have to. So Rav says, so what's he supposed to do? And I use oil. We light oil candles, so you can't even put them to you. You can, but you, it's not, not going to work. He says, it's okay. You have two candles next to each other. Meaning, most people are lighting at least two candles for Yom Tov. Yom Tov and Shabbat, the minimum is one. But with the Rasulchan recommends two. Why? Zachor, Shamor, a whole bunch of reasons. We light, the minimum we light is two. So don't move them. So you walk over this. You say, Barim and you walk back to the table. That's what you do. Wherever they are normally, you don't have to move them. As long as they look like they're near each other. I mean, yeah. I don't know how big your I meaning I, I don't know how many you light, but that seems like fine. They're near each other, that's enough. Meaning I'm lighting oil, I can't move them. I can't move them. If I move them, the whole thing's gonna blow out. But now the question about separating the Yeah. So in theory, yeah, so that's what they ask in the Mishnah Barah, aren't we doing this all the time? So they say, okay, but you don't have a choice. Here you have a choice. Rabbi writes, just walk, meaning it, light candle, make Kiddush in the place where the candles are lit. And then in the middle, you say, Yain, Bari Bergefin, Kiddush, for the near, you hold the cup in your left hand, you walk over to the Nerot, you say, Bari you don't touch them, and that's it. And that's the easiest way to avoid this, any of these problems, you don't have to do any problem. The whole thing is easy, and there's no issue whatsoever. And then you say, and then Havdalah, and then Zman. And then you drink. Meaning you only drink at the end of this whole uh, procedure. It's important to realize that because it's one of the Arab Kosot, you have to do Haseba for, you have to lean for drinking this cup of multiple, multiple, multiple brachot. Um, because it's the first of the, uh, of the four cups. And just lastly, it's important to note, Ravadi Yosef writes this, and most of the Sephardi Puskim write this, that it's a Sephardic practice generally that women do not say Shechianu when they light candles. That generally speaking is Nashkenazi Minhag that sort of made inroads into the Sephardic community, usually because that's how people were taught that way in whatever school they were in, usually not by people who are, usually not by people who are sensitive to Sephardic practice. They were taught to do that, so they do it. So they've been doing it for years. Ravadi says it's better not to do it, and they should just be fulfilled the Brachav Shechianu uh, with, uh, with uh, Kiddush.